Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 24. For five to six hours every day, we are not being near as effective as we could be. And so our business is suffering because of it. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped. And now it's time to light it up. Welcome to Gift Biz Unwrapped, your source for industry-specific insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And now, here's your host, Sue Monheit. Hi there, I'm Sue, and welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Whether you own a brick-and-mortar shop, sell online, or are just getting started, you'll discover new insight to gain traction and to grow your business. I am so pleased to have Carl Pills join us today. Carl is a former member of the corporate world who allowed work and business to take over his life, so much so that he ballooned to 224 pounds with absolutely no energy left. He decided to dive into the nutrition world and committed himself to learning the truth, and I emphasize truth, about how our body works. After losing 53 pounds, Carl now helps others take a similar journey. He does this through his website, nutritiontotheedge.com, and the I'm Too Busy for Nutrition podcast. This is actually the second half of our interview with Carl. In the first part, which is episode 23, we talked about why sometimes we don't feel as good as we could and exactly how nutrition plays a huge role. We covered proteins, low and high fiber carbs, and what they do to our body after we eat them. I have to say, it was a pretty enlightening episode, and today we're going to talk about just what do we do about this situation, and how can we eat so that we can gain the most energy and mental focus we can to grow our businesses. Welcome back to the show, Carl. Hi, Sue. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to it. Is there anything you'd like to add to your intro before we get started? Yeah, you know, just my background, where I came from, you know, I was an engineer by traditional schooling. I was an electrical engineer and got into technical sales. And just that corporate traveling, that lifestyle where you're taking customers out to dinner and out for drinks and trying to catch all the meals on the road, that was just, you know, it was fun at first. But after a while, you know, I blew up actually to 227 pounds and I'm a five, eight foot guy. And for a 5'8 guy, 227 is a hefty fella. Looking back, it's really incredible how much I weighed and how badly my health got out of control. It's amazing. When I just started looking at this and took off down this road, it's really incredible how your life changes and how big a difference little changes make. Just when you start understanding how your body kind of as a system works. So we'll get into all that today. In the last episode, we left off with me challenging Carl about how do we change our eating habits and fit it into something that we can maintain for a lifetime. And that's where we're going to pick up right now. I don't see anybody going through life without a bit of cake on their birthday or low fiber carb foods from time to time. How do you manage that? I mean, how do you fit it into a lifestyle that you can do over time? You know, in my podcast, every episode, we talk about what I call the 80-20 rule of nutrition. And the 80-20 rule applies to everything, including how often you stick to a healthy eating plan. I love cheesecake. I love these ice cream sundaes with these brownies from this place down the street. They're unbelievable. And so my wife and I, you know, we have a day to a day and a half every week 
usually on Saturdays or whatnot, that we eat whatever we want. The important part is that the majority of time that you eat, you're eating in a way that is going to help you. But you can't deny yourself of anything. Have your cheat days and enjoy them. Really don't count calories on your cheat days. Definitely the 80-20 rule. I take a day to a day and a half and just eat whatever I want. Okay, I feel much better now. Thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm, No problem. So these blood sugar spikes, that was weight. You know, that shows why this is devastating for our weight. But let's get back to energy and focus and productivity. When insulin comes out and removes all the excess sugar and dumps it into our cells, the kicker for energy and focus levels is that insulin will also take those amino acids with it. Now, let's shift back to protein real quick. When protein is digested, it gets broken down into amino acids. And those amino acids, a lot of them go up to our brain. Well, our brain has something called the blood-brain barrier. And that is kind of like a fine mesh screen where the amino acids get up to your brain, but it takes a while for them to sink in. It's like they're waiting in line to get into a club. You know, they sit there and have to wait their turn. Back to carbs, if we have a blood sugar spike and then we have an insulin spike and insulin is removing that extra sugar, if there are amino acids sitting outside of our brain waiting to get in, then insulin will also grab those amino acids swipe them away from our brain and dump those into our cells as well. Those amino acids will not get into our brain. Those brain chemicals don't get formed because your brain does not receive the raw materials. Even though we're eating them. They got hijacked. They got hijacked. And so here's how it works in real life. We eat a steak. That should be great. That's a lot of protein and it's a lot of amino acids. Should make us feel great a little bit later. But with that steak, we eat mashed potatoes and a Coke. Now we're giving the protein, we're getting the amino acids, but we are also causing a blood sugar spike. So those amino acids that are going to our brain, hoping to get in, never get there. They get wasted. And so that is why it's so hard for most people to maintain their levels of energy and focus, because this is what they're doing to themselves. And really, let's talk about a time frame, because I said earlier that what you eat affects how you feel 20 minutes, half an hour down the road. When you eat these quick digesting carbs, they can get digested and spike your blood sugar in 20 minutes. 20 to 30 minutes is all it takes to get those amino acids away from your brain. Your brain needs a steady income supply of these amino acids to keep your energy and focus levels at a high level. If your brain is not receiving them for any reason, then your levels of these brain chemicals starts to deteriorate and it deteriorates longer and longer over time. And so if you keep doing this to yourself, you will be fighting worse and worse symptoms of fatigue and brain fog and self-criticism and all this stuff. Self-criticism and optimism, that's all tied to serotonin. If you're preventing these brain chemicals from being formed, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Because you're not rebuilding it. You're not rebuilding it. But what's the good news? Yes, give us some good news here. The good news is that since the turnaround time for this whole process is so quick, that means that if right now you go and construct a meal that is constructed properly, a half an hour later, you'll start building more and more brain chemicals. And then if you do it the next meal, you'll build more brain chemicals. And so you'll build your level of these brain chemicals back up higher to where they're supposed to be. You can start right now and start making yourself feel progressively better and better and better. And with one meal, wherever you are right now, you can double how good you feel in the next half an hour. 
Without question. And this is why, going back to your 80-20, why the 20%, if you want to go out and have something that doesn't follow these guidelines, isn't as detrimental because you've started rebuilding already. And then there are a couple meals where maybe you've just leveled yourself off or Mm -hmm. pulled from the bucket a little bit, but then you go back on and just keep building back up. Yep, definitely. And here's the way it goes. I said 80-20 rule, and there are some days where me and my wife, you know, some weeks where we'll take a day and a half and just do a lot of celebrating and really maybe we'll go two days and eat whatever we want. But here's what you'll start to notice. When you start building your brain chemicals up, you'll start noticing how good you feel and how much you're able to get done because now you don't need naps. Now you're not foggy. You feel so good about yourself and about what you're doing and the quality of the work that you're putting out is so unbelievable. Do it the right way for a certain period of time and you'll feel amazing. Then you'll reward yourself and you'll go and eat a bunch of cake and you'll notice that you don't feel as well. It won't be terrible, but you'll notice that you'll feel a little more sluggish. You won't be on your absolute A game. When you do this time after time, you go through a period where you're eating well and then you cheat and you start to see how much it takes for you to cheat to, for, to have those symptoms come back and how bad you feel afterwards. That's when you start saying – you know, it's not as worth it. Right. It's not worth what I'm giving up to get the flavor in my mouth that I've been craving for a long time. And so you'll still do it because it will never look unattractive to you. Never. (laughs) I mean, this stuff looks fantastic. But what you'll learn is that you'll get to a point where you can say, yeah, I'd like to have it, but I have a lot going on right now and I cannot afford to not be on my A game. And you'll be okay with that decision because now you made the decision actively. Right. So that's where you get to. And when you get to that point, now you have control of everything. If you do some surveys of entrepreneurs, if you ask them out of an eight-hour workday, how many hours out of those eight hours can you put yourself in the zone, in that insanely productive place where we're getting a ton done and the quality of that work is unbelievable? The number one response that you'll get is two to three hours. The second place response will be one to two hours. That is a big hole. That means that for five to six hours every day, we are not being near as effective as we could be. And so our business is suffering because of it. Right. I mean, the way I look at that is people are still putting in the time. If they could be more productive with their workday, they may be able to cut the workday a little shorter, have produced just as much and have some more time for themselves. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is what I try to find out for my customers. What's important to you? Is it getting more work done in a shorter amount of time so that you can get out of there and spend more time with your family? Or are you more interested in doubling and tripling your income? You know, you're always going to put in 60 hours, but you want your income to grow steadily. Or is it that you want to build a more quality business? Let's say you're running a team. You have assistants that you're managing, employees. When your brain is functioning at a super level, then your direction will be clearer, your thoughts will be clearer, you'll communicate your message to your employees a lot crisper. And so you'll be building a much more solid business. These are all things that I try to understand about my customers because what's important to them is really important to which direction I need to take them. Right. But all of these things, whatever is important to you, when you get on your A game and you do the things that will put you on your A game, the results that you want, you'll get them. And it's not that hard. I mean, just taking what we talked about today, if you remove those quick digesting carbs and switch all your carbs to slow digesting carbs, 
you can take that amount of time that you spend in the zone from two to three hours easily up to six to seven hours easily. Let's sum all this up because we've talked about a lot of different things here. We've talked about raw materials and protein and quick digesting carbs and, and slow digesting carbs and all of that. If you were to sum it up into three things that people could do when they left the podcast today that will help them feel better and be more productive, what would they be? One, two, three. Number one is definitely switch your quick digesting carbs to slow digesting carbs. Now, how do you do that? Considering we're very busy people, if you're going to the grocery store and you're buying food and you're buying food out of boxes, you know, you're buying some rice or some cereal or breads or whatever, how do you find the slow digesting carbs? It's actually very simple. Look at the food label for anything that you're about to buy. On the food label, there will be a line item for the amount of carbohydrates in grams per serving. There will also be a line item for the amount of fiber in grams per serving. You want a lot of fiber per a certain amount of carbohydrates. And the number that I tell people is you're looking for three grams of fiber per 20 grams of carbohydrates. If you have at least three grams of fiber per 20 grams of carbs, you can classify that as a slow carb. And that should not cause blood sugar spikes and it should not cause weight gain and all these energy and focus problems. Now, if you have less, if there are 2.9 grams of fiber per 20 grams of carbs, don't eat it. Don't buy it. That's a quick carb. It'll lead to blood sugar spikes and zap your energy and focus. So three grams of fiber is the magic number to 20 grams of carb. Yep. That really seems to be the magic number. Okay. The higher, the better. Right. Okay. Okay. But that's how you look at bread or anything in a box and you can tell if it's going to be okay. Okay. All right. What else should they do? What's the second thing? Number two is add protein to all your meals. Every one of them. There's all kinds of online calculators. A lot of people say one half gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. So if you're a semi-muscular person, you're not really overweight and you weigh 150 pounds, that means 75 grams of protein a day divided by three, that's 25 grams of protein per meal. I tend to go a little bit higher. You know, for, for guys, probably you should be looking at 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal. If you're a smaller woman, like a 100-pound woman, probably 25 per meal is a pretty good number. That's about how much you should include at every meal. Per meal. Okay. That will give you enough of the amino acids to build the right amount of brain chemicals. And now you will not be sabotaging them. That leads us to the third thing. And this is something that we haven't really talked about, but it's a big deal. Adding healthy fats to every meal. And that's a whole other podcast on its own. That's actually, I did a whole podcast on appetite in episode three on my show. Our appetite is completely regulated by fat. And the reason that most people can't stick to a healthy eating initiative is because we're all told to eat low-fat diets. So we're eating dry salads, or we're eating steamed vegetables with nothing on them, or lean grilled chicken. We're being told to cut the fat, when fat is what controls the hormones that control our appetite. And that hormone is called leptin. A lot of us have heard of it. Leptin is caused to rise by eating fat plain and simple. So if you want your appetite to be regulated, then you need to add fat. If your appetite is not regulated, if your leptin is not raised appropriately, that hormone, leptin, is so much stronger than anyone's willpower. So if all you have to fight your hunger is willpower, you will fail without question. 
So you need to add healthy fats in order to regulate that hormone. So give us some examples of healthy fats. Avocados, nuts, dairy. There's nothing wrong with dairy. If your body can tolerate it, and some people have dairy sensitivities, but if you can tolerate dairy, then dairy is perfectly fine. And I'm talking about whole fat dairy. All the saturated fats from animals, government regulations are changing because of the research that's been coming out over the last 10 years that saturated fat and cholesterol are not bad for our heart at all. I personally eat a very high fat diet because all this brain chemistry stuff, it actually accelerates the more you beef your fat intake up and the more you drop your carbs. But I went on a very high fat diet of 70% of my calories are from fat and I tracked my heart markers because I wanted to see what it would do. And the longer I stay on this type of diet, the lower my LDL goes, the higher my HDL comes up, the lower my triglycerides come down. I cut my triglycerides in over like 60% in the first year. Wow. And my testosterone came up because what a lot of people don't know is that testosterone is built directly from cholesterol. There is no other source. And also, vitamin D, we all know how important vitamin D is for us. Vitamin D doesn't magically come from the sun. What the sun does is cause a chemical reaction in our skin that changes cholesterol into vitamin D. So in order to get all of this important health stuff, we must have cholesterol. And so all this low cholesterol nonsense has been exactly that, nonsense. So there's no reason to fear saturated fats and cholesterol. And when you start eating them, then you'll see how good you feel as a result. And your hunger will be very regulated. When you get your hunger completely under control, it really makes a healthy eating initiative so much simpler because that hormone leptin, when it's out of control, it can really make your life miserable, but it doesn't have to. And we all can experience that so quickly. Mm -hmm. Just to summarize, I want to make sure that everyone has caught these three actions that you feel we should take. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Carl, but the first one is make sure that you're switching from quick to slow digesting carbs. Mm -hmm. The second is to add protein to all of your meals. Mm -hmm. And the third is it's okay to have fat. It needs to be healthy fat, but also add that to each and every meal. Mm -hmm. And healthy fat includes animal fats. The unhealthy fats, what I mean is trans fats. So the partially hydrogenated vegetable oils, the soybean oil, the vegetable oils, those are the fats that you want to stay away from. Those are the ones that cause heart issues because they're manufactured. If you've ever squeezed a carrot, you know that oil doesn't really come out. (laughs) (laughs) And so they have to do things like add all kinds of chemicals and do all kinds of stuff to create vegetable oils. Those oils are not good for you and they should be stayed away from. But the animal fats and dairy fats, there's nothing wrong with that. So Gift Biz listeners, you've just heard Carl and how he describes all of these things and how it affects our body. If you're interested in hearing more, I've been listening to his podcast quite a bit lately, which is why I got him on the show. There is so much more valuable information that you can hear directly from Carl on his podcast. And his show is I'm Too Busy for Nutrition. And I would encourage all of you to go over and take a listen. There's even more detail and more topics that he gets into than he's had time to share with us today. Your podcast is fabulous, Carl. So kudos for putting it up. And thank you, because we can all use this information. Thank you very much. So I really appreciate that. I've really enjoyed putting together the podcast. It's been quite an experience. I know that. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. feel the same way. Yeah, podcasting is interesting. It sure is. So we're going to roll over now into our reflection section. What's one trait, Carl, that you have just naturally that you think has helped you bring you to the point you're at now? 
I really have learned to start to see failure as simply a lesson being learned, and that lesson will lead you to success. That's a really big mind shift that I think anybody who is an entrepreneur has to be able to have. Otherwise, you'll get so down that you'll want to quit. Yeah, you know, I think this is a common theme from a lot of people that I've talked with on the podcast because we have some idea that people who have been successful just happen to just jump in and everything they touch turns to gold and you never hear the behind the scenes things about all of the struggles and where things did fail, but the key is they didn't just stop. They figured out a solution or they changed course or something so that they could continue on towards their ultimate goal, whatever that might be. Absolutely. What tool do you use regularly to keep you productive or to help create balance in your life besides nutrition? Oh, I was going to say my blender. Oh, man, you cheated. <laughs> All right. You can, you can do that too, but you got to give me another one. <laughs> okay. Well, my blender. Or, or tell me about your blender. Okay. My blender, I actually use one of those Nutribullets. Those will pulverize anything into liquid. Sometimes I'll put broccoli and spinach into my shake which you don't have to, but it actually, there's no flavor once you pulverize it so well. Most of the time for breakfast, I either do bacon and eggs or I'll put together a five-minute shake, which if you go to my homepage, you can get six breakfast smoothie recipes that taste amazing. They include everything that you need to really amp up your energy and focus. So my blender is one of them. For the other, I am actually a list person. For all the apps that I've tried out, and you know I've tried out things with like Evernote and stuff like that, and they work well. But I'm a list person. And so when I write things down and I slow my thought down enough to write something down and make myself a list of to-dos, that really is what anchors that in my mind and helps me remember it better. And it really helps me churn through my tasks a whole lot better. Do you do your lists through simple pen and paper? Pen and paper. It, it sounds cheesy, but that really helps me out. Have you read a book lately that you would recommend or you think our listeners would find value in? Absolutely. Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil. Oh, I love that book. Talk a little bit about the backstory of that book. It's fascinating. Oh, it's fantastic. Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich back in the 20s, and it was hugely successful. And that's a fantastic book on its own. But after he wrote that book, you know, after the crash of 29, he went into despair. And what this book is basically is him going into such deep despair and you know, they're in the book they talk about is this real or is it not? But he goes through and interviews the devil to talk about how the devil controls the vast majority of people out there. And the devil talks about all these different ways of self-doubt and even food and all these different ways that the devil controls 98 or whatever percent of people. The devil calls the people that are under his spell drifters. And, you know, I'm not really what I consider a religious person, but this book was so interesting because of the way he elaborated on how people are controlled, how the devil controls the minds of people. And so it was very interesting. The devil calls the people that he controls drifters. When you get into the habit of drifting, as in not focusing your thoughts, not being able to think on your own, when you just take what is told to you as given without questioning it, that is what the devil calls drifting. And he goes through this long, elaborate interview with the devil. It's so good. It's so interesting. And I believe also that this book wasn't published for years. The family would oh, not yeah. allow it to be published until just recently. Hasn't it just come out within the last several years? I think, years it was, I think it was 2011 when it came out. And the book was written back in the 1930s. Right. What makes it so crazy that first off, it you know hid 
for 70 years without being published. But the stuff that he was talking about back in the 30s, how applicable it is today, it really is freaky. It is. It's very freaky. I would recommend getting the audiobook because the guy that they got to do the voice of the devil is actually very good. <laughs> He is. He, he totally is. And you've just led me right into that because I have teamed up with Audible. So Gift Biz listeners, if you want to take advantage of the audiobook, just go to giftbizbook.com and make a selection and you can get this audiobook for free. Carl, our time is almost up here, but I'm not letting you leave without giving you a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. This is your dream or goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside? What is inside is a world that has flipped its view of a healthy diet, and therefore, everyone is thinking incredibly clear. Now, what this translates into is that everybody is thinking more rationally, Crime is down as a result. Disease is low because we're all getting healthier. And the world is full of people who have chosen to be happy. Everybody's looking for how to be happy. And happiness is a choice that you make every day. And when you're thinking clearly, it is a lot easier to make that choice. When we're not filling our brains with a bunch of garbage that is making it perform poorly, it is a lot more difficult to make that happiness choice. And so that's what... I would like to see in that box. And I helped 100,000 of them to get there. There you go. You've got a marker in the sand, 100,000. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> That's well, what I would like to see. And all of us can help you, Carl. All of the listeners, too, can join in. Just share this information. Share Carl's contact information, which we're going to talk about in a second here. And let's all help him reach that 100,000. Thank you very much. So, and with that, how can our listeners get in touch with you after this show? Well, if you are on a computer, then my home on the internet is nutritiontotheedge.com. And if you are out and about, if you're out for a jog or you're in your car, then you can listen to my podcast. And that is the I'm Too Busy for Nutrition podcast. Either one. Gift Biz listeners, you also know you can jump over to our show notes page. We'll have all the links and a lot of this information in detail so that you can go back and review everything that's been said on the podcast today. So before you go, though, Carl, I have to congratulate you on your new baby boy, Blake. <laughs> Blake is only six weeks old, and as... Many of you would have no need to know, we do these interviews over Skype, and I'm looking right now at Carl holding his little boy, Blake, because that's the picture that he has up on Skype, and he's absolutely adorable. <laughs> thank you so much. He's so cute. It's been so much fun. And thank you so much for the valuable gift of sharing all of this information about how our bodies work and how we can perform better simply by eating the correct foods. May your candle, Carl, always burn bright. Thank you very much, Sue. I had a great time being on here. Thanks for inviting me. Learn how to work smarter while developing and growing your business. Download our guide called 25 Free Tools to Enhance Your Business and Life. It's our gift to you and available at giftbizunwrap.com slash tools. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for the next episode. Would you like to be on the show? Or do you know someone who can provide valuable insight from their experiences? 
If so, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is submit a form for consideration. You can access the form at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash guest. That's giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash G-U-E-S-T. Today's show is sponsored by the Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a happy birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out the ribbonprintcompany.com for more information. 